Hello everybody and welcome once again to another episode of American Latino Nostalgia. Season's greetings. I am your host as always, Jeremy. And let me first start off with some housekeeping news. There's been a lot going on over here. I quit and started a new job that's been taking up a lot of my time setting that up. Um, there's been a couple things going on and I took a trip to New York and New Jersey and a lot of the states in the East Coast. So that was a lot of fun. I'm not sure if I posted pictures yet on our Instagram, but I will. Um, the cool thing about it is I went during the Thanksgiving break, which in 2023 means that I went during Christmas stuff. So I got to experience the East Coast during uh, Quimmis time, more or less, and it was amazing. I loved it. It was just like I had thought it would be, and I had some really good food. Shout out to Miss Iris, and it was a lot of fun. So um, I've been I've been pretty busy, pretty busy. This new work schedule does not give me a lot of free time. And uh, that's why we're recording this today, squeezing this in at the last minute. And also, let me just uh, <laughs> let me just uh, say sorry for one of the previous episodes that I did where I was um, <laughs> where I was partaking in some beverages prior to recording. And you know, when when you're recording, it, it doesn't. You know, I listened to it, it sounded okay. But then when it was editing time, I was like, yikes. I shan't be doing that again. So, um, sorry. And I mean, I still hope you enjoyed it. But yeah, that probably won't happen again. Um, so going back to the topic at hand, uh, East Coast Trip was great. It's uh, the last week, day of November. And so with that, um, Thanksgiving was great. It was my first Thanksgiving on the East Coast. It was amazing. It was cool, delicious. And if you listen to last year's Thanksgiving show that I did, you'll know that when I was younger in my Hispanic household, I used to like the Thanksgiving Day Parade, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I used to get up early to watch it, the whole thing, and then wait till the very end when Santa Claus came out. And to me, <laughs> Thanksgiving was over as soon as Santa Claus came riding by. And that was because we didn't celebrate Thanksgiving before until much later. But it was just silly how, you know, as a teenager, to me, because I didn't celebrate Thanksgiving, once Santa Claus came into town, I was like, oh, cool, Thanksgiving's over. Now we can do and prepare for Christmas stuff. So uh, during this trip to the East Coast, um, we went to the Macy's where the parade is held in front of and saw the decorated streets and the cameras being set up and it was really cool. It was almost like a full circle kind of moment because uh, now that I am older and have celebrated Thanksgiving the proper way, it was really cool. Today's topic, Thanksgiving is done. So now we're preparing for Christmas time. And so I have I have seen and heard people talk about uh, celebrate how they celebrate Christmas 
And as many of you know, some of us celebrate Christmas Eve more than we celebrate Christmas. And so I thought, I know that people know that, but I don't know if they understand what happens and why it is this way. So today's topic episode is going to be titled Christmas versus Nochebuena, aka Christmas versus Christmas Eve. Now, growing up as a Mexican in the 1900s, first generation, so we celebrated the way that people do in the motherland. So what that means is during Christmas time, we, as many other people do, celebrated more the Christmas Eve night, December 24th. That was our night. That was a big, the big thing. And Christmas wasn't really that big of a deal. TBH. Uh, growing up, the big celebration was Christmas Eve. And Christmas was just December 25th. So, let me talk about how we celebrated and celebrate Christmas Eve and Christmas time in my and other Hispanic households. So, Christmas Eve was a time for... Uh, family, obviously, friends and family uh, getting together and eating and sharing gifts, maybe, and just being together and enjoying each other's company and being, you know, part of it also is being grateful for each other. Um, so, you know, when I say eating, usually to this day, to this day, we eat very late at night compared to other day so um eight nine o'clock p.m is when we start having our dinner and of course the dinner usually consists of tamales you know everybody's different um but the staple is tamales and tamales are well known to be a holiday treat you know and and you can see in commercials and stores and whatever fast food places that sell you know, tamales during Christmas time or during the holiday season because that's typically when uh, they are eaten. I mean, obviously you can eat them any day of the year, but but traditionally they're a holiday, specifically Christmas. So, you know, tamales and sometimes there would be like menudo and pozole. And I hope you know what that is. But if you don't, let's just say it's like a soup slash broth and it's they're both delicious. And you can fight me on that. Traditionally, and you know, in my experience, it was the women who would prepare the meal from like the morning of, or if not the day before. Um, especially if it's tamales, it's a, like a laborious effort, and there's a lot that goes into making tamales. So, um, you know, we always appreciated the hard work that went into it because um, they were made by hand. We didn't order them from a restaurant and pick them up like the news say that people do but um, it was a long all-day thing and as kids we were excited because yeah it was a get-together but an important distinction for kids celebrating Nochebuena aka Christmas Eve is that we get to open presents we get to stay up late and open presents yes so we open presents on the 24th not Christmas morning. And let me put a pin on that because I'll come back to that later. But uh, Christmas Eve, 
food's getting done, everyone's showering, and you know, people start showing up. A lot of people, usually family, extended family, and in-laws, and friends, and um, I remember when I was little, there was way more people in our house coming to celebrate, like friends of my dad, and you know, family, but a lot of friends, and fast forward to now, it's mostly family, um, maybe those friends, I, I think it's because those friends were uh, maybe uh brand new to the country and or single and so they didn't have like their family to go to so they all got together and celebrated um celebrated together with 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 their friends and 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 my dad was their friend and he had a house and everyone just had fun there okay so uh it's very exciting because uh people that you don't see very often come together and you get to play with other kids and uh, eat snacks. Well, that's, we didn't eat snacks, but I guess people eat snacks. Um, and of course, any Mexican gathering, you're gonna have adults drinking alcohol, and that's a big component of Nochebuena as well. It's one of the for my family one of the few nights that we drink alcohol together. Um, so there's a lot of uh, alcohol back in my day. My pops used to drink uh, rum. Him and his friends were like Bacardi rum was a thing, and Presidente brandy, and they would mix it with various things, um, especially this one disgusting drink that's made for traditionally Christmas and New Year's Eve. It's called ponche, which is like punch, and it's like boiled fruits like sugarcane and, um, and there's like honey in there and. I forget what other fruits, but it's gross. I don't like it. It smells bad. It tastes bad. Um, like, I remember in first grade being introduced to fruit punch. And, oh, it's got fruit and it's called punch? Awesome. And then going home and like, ponche, punch, and it's got fruit in it? Cool. Two completely different flavors. And one of them is very disgusting and one of them is delicious. I know some people that enjoy it. It it. It smells like boiled applesauce, and I don't like applesauce. Um, and I think I've outlined why in previous episodes, but, you know, some people like it. So, you know, there's that to drink, and then some people like to mix alcohol in it and spike it. And and that's what they do. And, all, and another important aspect of it is music. There was always music playing... Um, in Nochebuena festivities and back when I was little of course it would be Spanish music but um, my parents would have these uh, vinyls these Christmas vinyls but in Spanish um, so there would be a lot of Christmas I want to say religious music um, it's not really religious but you know how when you listen to the radio now there's like a uh, there's a you know they start playing Christmas music from like a month prior, two months prior, whatever it is. Um, and then there's like good songs. And then there's like, to me, the boring songs. And the boring songs are like the more religious ones. Oh, come all you faithful. Um, Noel, Little Drummer Boy. Hark the Herald Angel Sings. Like all the ones that have some kind of like, in no shade to my boy Jesus. I love him. But the songs that have 
become popular to celebrate his day of birth are so lame and I don't like them. Anyway, the, I'm rambling. The point is, uh, my parents would play vinyls with Christmas music and there would be a lot of, I don't know if they're covers, because I don't know if the English ones were first or the Spanish ones, but those boring songs that I just mentioned in Spanish by popular artists would, would play, along with um, you know traditional Mexican Christmas songs. There's one, there's one, um, you know, White Christmas is kind of a, it's a, okay, it's a little sad, I think, when you listen to it, but it's not like intentionally sad, I don't think. Um, the Spanish version, or a Spanish version like it, is called um, Amarga Navidad, which I guess would translate to like Sour Christmas, and it's the same tonality. But it's like a very like bad, really sad. But you know, I tried to find it and I couldn't. Um, but as we know, the Bing Crosby movie, White Christmas, is also a little sad. Especially when he sings that song. Um, but there's also uh, an Amarga Navidad by Jose Alfredo Jimenez, which is also a sad song. But it's not the song that I remember. It's a different, same same name, different song. But... Hey, when have you ever heard Bing Crosby and Jose Alfredo Jimenez in the same sentence lately? Huh? Huh? Anyway, I remember those. I remember the, the more lively ones. Um, I mean, I'll just play a little bit here because I'm not going to sing them. Although, I will say that uh, I'm not sure what year the Burrito Sabanero song was invented or whatever, but it wasn't popular until recently. And it's pretty catchy. I'm sure some of you have heard it. And if not, I'll play it at the end of the show. So the, those songs, songs like that, that would be playing. So just picture uh, people talking, like loud ambiance of people talking, drinking that stuff, uh, the music um, playing, people excited to eat, and it's people that you know, uh, friends, family. It's just really cool. It's a really big celebration that goes on, you know, Till the, it goes on to the end of the night. Um, I mentioned the kids opening presents. So yeah, the big difference for us kids and the main, the main draw for us kids was opening, getting to open presents on the twenty fourth at midnight. Though the caveat is you had to wait till midnight. So some of us were excited to stay up late and have stayed up late ever since, and others would like take naps and then get woken up close like 11.50 or something but the point is we would stay up in open presence at 11.59 so technically it was 12 o'clock so technically it was Christmas but we did not have to wait till waking up the morning of the 25th to open presents so you got the kids amped to open presents running around high on adrenaline kid adrenaline or whatever it is and then you got the people communing and drinking and I will say, I never once did see alcohol cause any fights about terrenos or, you know, past things between siblings. That that never happened during Christmas Eve. So, it was always all good. It was just really fun, really, like, exciting, and everyone's eating together. It was really cool. It's really cool. But, you know, back to the presents. We waited till, till midnight to open them up, and... You know, that was cool because for me growing up, everyone had to wait till Christmas morning to open them up. And I was like, ha, we get to open them at 12 on the 24th, which technically, again, Christmas morning, but 
not, but sooner, sooner. Um, the other thing about that is I mentioned that we didn't have to wait till Christmas morning to open up presents, but sometimes we did, and sometimes other other kids do. So, what a lot of people that I talk to don't know is, yes, we open presents on the twenty fourth at midnight, but sometimes there's uh, depending on how your family's doing, you are supposed to leave out your shoe in the living room and then just go to sleep. And then when you do get up on the 25th, right by your shoe, there's more presents. So you would get more presents. So it'd be like uh, presents at midnight and then presents whenever you woke up, seven, eight, nine, whatever it was. And the distinction was on Christmas Eve, those presents were from like family and friends, but the presents on Christmas morning in Mexico, where we're from, were from baby Jesus. So people would always be like, ¿Y qué te trajo el niño Dios a ver? ¿Y qué le vas a pedir al niño Dios? And so baby Jesus would be the one that would leave you presents by your shoe, depending on how, how good you were. Not Santa Claus. So... As you can imagine, growing up in the United States, um, you are surrounded by imagery of Santa Claus. And for a kid like me, you're like, wait, is it Santa Claus or is it El Niño Dios that brings us a presence? And eventually, I think it was both. Both figures were the ones responsible for presence. I think it would just depend on the year, but it'd be like... If, if we ever spent Christmas in Mexico, it was a Niño Dios, and when we spent Christmas here, we got up on Christmas morning, and that was from Santa Claus. So, so yes, technically we did open presents um, on Christmas morning at 12 a.m., and some of us also opened Christmas presents on Christmas morning, like the rest of America. Okay, so that, that was my experience up until, I want to say, my late 20s that's that's what christmas meant to me right so fast forward to my late 20s when i am experiencing the americanized christmas for the first time what happened was I would still celebrate Christmas with my parents the way that I knew. Christmas Eve, big, big thing. But then I got to experience Christmas Day celebration. And the way that I experienced it, and I think maybe the way that most people, to my knowledge, experience it in America that are not Hispanic like I am or any other culture who does it. Anyway. I guess the more traditional American way is you wake up on Christmas morning, there's presents, you wait, I guess, a little bit, and then you go have dinner at somewhere, either at your place or your family's place, the Christmas dinner. But much like Thanksgiving, this dinner is like at 2 o'clock, 2 p.m., 3 p.m. Maybe you'll go to a family's house and you get little presents there too. You go eat and you go and you're home by like 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. That's my experience of American Christmas. So having heard that and how I described our version before, which one do you think sounds more fun to me? 
Now look, I'm not arguing that one is better than the other. I mean, Christmas Eve is better. Noche Buena is better. But um, to me, other people might have good memories and experiences and things the way that they celebrate Christmas. Um, I just think that my experience sounds funner. Yeah, because also when you're when you're home by five or whatever on Christmas Day, nothing is open really. Supermarkets are closed. Um, a lot of fast food places are closed. Um, restaurants are well, some restaurants are closed, and the only thing op- open is uh, what movie theaters I think. So there's not much to do, and so to me that seemed added another layer of extra boringness. Like okay, we ate turkey again. I mean, we can play with our presents or whatever, enjoy our presents, go home at five and, you know, do nothing. Which sounds, sound, it was boring back then, but now, you know, as we get older, doing nothing sounds awesome at home. Yeah, so those are the two, those are the two versions of Christmas that I, I know. And a lot of other people know. So yes, it was a little confusing growing up and seeing santa claus everywhere and hearing people talk about christmas dinner and opening presents on christmas morning and being so happy when i was not doing those things and people seemed so excited about it and i had no idea what they were talking about um i was like doesn't everybody stay up with their parents and watch their uncles drink and slur their words it's just us Mijo, lo quiero mucho. Venga pa' acá, lo quiero mucho, mijo. Is what you would hear a lot of uncles say. Um, you know what? Yeah, so I hope that I have outlined and cleared up these two uh, very different traditional holidays and celebrations of the same day. Again, those that's my experience. Um, that, I mean, again, that, that Christmas day traditional American experience to me seems way less exciting uh way less fun but i didn't grow up with it so maybe i'm not i can't appreciate it like other people i don't know maybe i'm just full of snow i don't i don't know and i will mention one thing that i heard today um you know we've we've seen and we've heard about people gatekeeping culture and um as far as Latinos, Mexicans, you're not Mexican, uh, you're, you're not Mexican enough, and this is what it's like to be Hispanic, and you're not, you're not Hispanic. I understand the importance of not gatekeeping culture. However, today I heard someone talking about their grandparents' tamales recipe, and how it was too spicy, and how they would put ketchup on it, and that's how they celebrated Christmas Eve. So this person with a Hispanic background was telling another person that is not Hispanic that that's what tamales were to them and that's how they celebrate Christmas. Now, look, when some, let's just say, when someone that considers themselves Latinx is talking about bastardized traditions that they have washed and, yeah, whitewashed down. And then telling someone that's not from the culture, yeah, this is how it is. This is how you do it. I think that's when you got to be like, look, that's not, you're not one of us. 
or you're not you're not one of us you're different from us like stay over there in that corner because most of us don't do that that's all i'm saying also if you put ketchup on your tamales it's disgusting also if you claim you're hispanic and you call you say the word tamale when talking about one tamal you're stupid I know people have said this before, but it's tamal, not tamale. So, while we're at it, I'll just say that. Um, si el tamal no está bien, no está mal. Quien lo come está mal. Si el tamal no está bien, está mal el tamal o no me explico bien. Anyway, I love you. Um, uh, please feel free to reach out. And send us an email at latinostalgia at gmail.com. Or, as always, you can follow and comment and whatever. Send messages to our Instagram page, a.l.pod. I love you. Um, there's show notes there. And this is one of our two Quimis shows. Because I love Quimis. And so the next one will be very soon. So stay tuned. And I hope you are enjoying the holiday so far and getting your shopping done or whatever it is that you do um, and having a good time and um, eating delicious, delicious food and spending it with people that you like, even if they put ketchup and mustard on tamales, Veronica. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy everything and or happy nothing, whatever. No, no, no. stop, stop. We already did that. Come on. And now it's time for a random pop culture fact. Did you know that starting on December 12th, McDonald's is bringing back their McNugget buddies? That's right, for a limited time, the adult Happy Meal will come with one of six McNugget buddies. Remember the McNugget Buddies that were traditionally more popular during Halloween for Happy Meals? It'd be a little chicken McNuggets dressed up. They're doing that for this year for the holidays. Once again, they partnered up with some artist. I forget his name, but you'll be able to get them and collect them. Okay, that's our show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Come in,